This program is being sponsored by friends and partners of Pastor Victoria Ministries. Kings chapter 4 please 2nd King chapter 4 if you're there let's have an amen. amen and please do stand on your feet if you are there I want to share the word of God with you and I pray and ask the Lord what do I don't just want to come and minister to you and I don't just want to come and minister because of something that is going on in the in the community or all around the world and just preach to you about it I said God give me a rema to, to give to your church and to myself as well so God gave me this scripture yesterday and I prepare a little bit of message for you and I really wanted to receive it please don't let anything or anyone so ever distract your attention as you receive this word from the Lord today a certain woman of the wives of the son of prophet cried out to Elijah, saying, A certain woman of the wife of son of prophet cried out to Elijah, saying, Your servant, my husband, is dead. Your servant, my husband, is dead. Your husband will not die. Amen. I said, Your own husband will not die. Amen. Read it on for me. And you know that your servant feared you the Lord. You know this man that died feared the Lord so much. And the creditor is coming to take and my now, two sons. This man is so broke because he hasn't got money. So they have so much much love and the creditors is coming to take my two sons to be his slaves to be his slaves so Elijah said to her Elijah said to her what shall I do for you what tell? shall I do for, for you? you tell me tell me what do you have in your house now what do you have in your house and she said and she said something your maid servant has nothing I haven't got anything at all at home in the house then she remember but something but a jar of oil but a jar of oil then he said he said go I wanted to go out there borrow vessels from borrow everyone borrow vessels from everywhere from all your neighbors from all your neighbors empty vessels I'm not asking you to borrow money. I'm not asking you to borrow rice or, or oil or anything. I'm not asking you to borrow anything whatsoever. Go. All what I want you to borrow is empty vessels. Do not gather just a few. And don't just get few. Make sure you get so many. Keep going. And when and when you have come in, when you have come in, you shall shut the door behind you. Let someone say, shut the door behind. Shut the door behind you. All right. Keep and going. your sons. And your sons. Then pour it into those. Then. Then pour it into those vessels. Pour it into the vessel. And set aside the full ones. And set aside those ones that are full. So she went from him. So she went from him. And shut the door behind her. And what did she do? She shut the door behind she her. She shut the door behind her. And her son. And her son. Who brought the vessels to her? Who brought the vessels to her? And she poured it out. And she poured it out. Now it came to pass. Now it came to pass. When the vessels when were the full. When the vessels were full. That she said to her son. That she said to her son. Bring me another vessel. Oh, 
we've got to bring me another vessel. And he right said now. to her. And he said, they said there is to not, her, there is not another vessel. There is no more another vessel that so, is empty. So the oil ceased. So the oil ceased. Then she came and told the man of God. Then she came and told the man of God. And he said. And he said. Go. Go. Sell the oil. Sell all the oil. And pay your debt. Pay your debt. And you and your son. And you and your son. Live on the rest. We will live on the rest. Amen. May the Lord bless this holy word of God. Can we bow down our head as we pray? Father, I thank you. You are God of your word, your word and yet and amen. I pray for the understanding of this word as you use me to release this word upon your children. The Bible said. In the book of Proverbs 4-7, that understanding is the principal thing. And it said, therefore, get understanding. But in all what you get, the wisdom is the principal thing. And it said, therefore, get wisdom. In, an, in all what you get, make sure that you get understanding. Mm. I pray for the understanding of this word Amen. upon your children. Amen. As they receive this word, Father, let them apply it to their life. Amen. Father, let it become flesh and transform the story Amen. of their life. As this word transform the life of that woman, let the people that will receive this word today, let their life be transformed. Amen. Have your way in this place, O oh Lord. Amen. I stand against every rebellious spirit that is against the word of God. The every intimidation spirit. Amen. I bind your power. Amen. I put you under my feet right now. Holy Spirit, do what I cannot do in this house today. Have your way in this place, oh Lord. Thank you, eternal rock of ages. In Jesus' name we pray. And the church say a big amen. amen. Let the whole church shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. Shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. Shout an awesome hallelujah. Hallelujah. Put your holy hands together for the Lord Jesus Christ. I want you to turn to your neighbor and put a smile on your face and say, the Lord is going to turn your life around. No, say we confident and say the Lord is going to turn your life around. And I title this message that whatsoever that you are looking for is already in the house. Amen. I don't know what you need. I don't know what you are looking for. I don't know what you are praying for. But I want to know that you are serving a God of abundance. A God of mercy. A merciful God and a God of provision. A God that has the power to supply all your needs. all your Whether physical, whether spiritual. I want to talk to you that there is nothing that God cannot do in your life. That's right. If you are still in a situation whereby you are doubting God. If you are still in a circumstance whereby you are thinking, oh God is not in my life and there's some things in my life that God cannot do. Pastor Blessing said something earlier on. He said if you are fighting your battle, oh if you want now, God will fight for you. Sometimes we don't win. Why? Because we are fighting for ourselves. Sometimes you don't win because sometimes we cannot do things. Sometimes we fail. Why? Because you are using your own energy and your own power. This woman was running on an empty. She hasn't got anything at all. The scriptures say her husband is a pastor. But her husband as a pastor, you know, pastors dead. If you remember the one I shared last week, they don't have money, they're not rich, nothing. Not like pastors of these modern days that have dead, that have everything now. But then, nothing at all. So the husband died. When the husband died, he left loans, debt for this woman to pay. There's some husband now, they're not dead physically, but they are dead for real. The, us, the wife, they've left debt and everything for their wife. They will take big loan and the woman will be paying back. I pray for such men that God will deliver them. Amen. 
Now, let me say this. I'm not, I don't want to criticize them, but it's that their circumstances sometimes make for men to be in that situation. But if you find yourself in that situation and you are listening to me today, my God will transform the story Amen. of your life. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. So, this woman, she was running and empty. She hasn't got anything. And now, there is a man that came. The, pe- the person that they actually, the husband, borrowed the money from. Came to, the, to, the, to this woman and said, you know what? Your husband died with debt. With love. You've got to pay back. And if you cannot pay back, we've got to take your two kids away. And according to the law of the London, she had, they have the right to take it. Just like believe nowadays. If you own taxman, they have the right to come into your house, not anything but they will take whatever they want they will take it, but then they can take your children away from you, so this woman now ran the Bible said that she cried the Bible said that she cried she cried to a man of God I wanted to be following me, I'm going somewhere, she cried to the woman to the man of God, the prophet and she said, I need help I want you to help me out of my dilemma. I'm in a mess right now. But I need somebody that will help me. I don't know who you are. That you are in a mess. But God is going to change your mess to a message. Now I didn't hear you say amen. Amen. That woman that I'm reading for you in that scripture. The woman was in a mess. That is the reason why she cried to a man of God. She said you know what. Oh my husband is there. I am a widow woman. I've been so lonely. I've been going through sadness. I am actually right now. I'm going through problem in my head. But the only thing that keeps me going. Are these two boys that I have. They are the ones that talk to me. They become my husband. How many of you women. That when your husband is not there. You turn to your children. They become your husband. And this woman now said. This is the husband that I have. But all of a sudden. Somebody is going to take my two kids away. I need help. And she said, I haven't got power to stop this woman from taking my kids. Because for real, this is the record my husband owned them. And I haven't got choice. They have to take my kids away. So she cried. And now, because this woman cried, that is why it is written in the book of record. A mess become a message for me and you. I don't know what you are going through today, but your mess is going to become a message. Say a better amen like that. I say your mess is going to become a message in the name of the Lord Jesus. Now she went to this woman, of to this man of God, and the man of God says something to her. He said, what have you got? Before I get there, I want to say something to you. That this woman was desperate. There is something that is going to get you out of mess into message. Is your desperation. Am I hearing, church? Is your desperation. There's something that is going to get you out of where you are to where you're supposed to be. It's only when you are desperate. I'm not asking you to be desperate to go and rob a bank or to go and do something silly. But I'm telling you to be desperate that I must get out of this situation. That I cannot fight this battle myself again. I want God to fight my battle for me. That is when you will be able to get out of where you are. So, this woman cried to a man of God. And when she was desperate, she was asked 
asking for a way out of her problem. She was praying for a way out of the situation where she is. And she called unto the man of God. And that man of God knows that there is a God that turned the situation and turned it around. So the man of God says something to this woman. He said, what have you got? Can we go to that scripture, please? Verse, Come on, go. Verse 2. Yes. So Elisha said to her, what shall I do for you? Tell me. What now, Elisha said to her, what shall I do to you? Tell me. What do you have in your house? What do you have in your house? Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. I didn't hear the hallelujah of the church. Hallelujah. The woman said, I know you need help. I know you are bills to pay. I know you have this loan to pay off. But you know what I want to say to you? The man of God gave, he, gave her the word of God. This woman said I need help. She actually went to the man of God. As she went to the man of God, the man of God gave him something. Gave her the word. Men of God then are the voice of God. The solution people always have is the word of God. If you are looking for a solution that is not from God, it's not going to last. If you have, you think of another way, wherever your problem is going to be solved, apart from you actually saying, I want to hear from you. I'm believing God for my destiny. I need to know where the solution comes from. He has to go to God. I need to settle down until you go to God and say, God, what do I do about it? Then you are unable to fulfill your purpose in life. You've got to go to a man of God. So she went to a man of God and a man of God said something to her that you know what? The solution that you are looking for is already in the house. Two questions she asked her. Read it for me. Tell me. Tell me. What do you have in your house? What? No, the first one. What is the first one? And Elisha said to her. Yes. What shall I do for you? What shall I do for you? Tell me. So she said, what do you want me to do for you? Tell me. What do you have in your house? Did you see the question? Two questions. What do you want me to do for you? A lot of you, you go to the house of God. You go to the man of God. Oh, I just want you to pray for me. Oh, I just want you to see for me. I don't just see. People went to, they go to God and they are specific. David go to God and said, God, my enemy has took all my blessing. Should I pass over, take and recover? Period. If you are going to God, be specific about your prayer. If you need something from God, let God know what you need. I know God knows you are not married, but God wanted to use your mouth to tell him that I want, what type of your husband do you want? Is it the one that is his food is your choice? Or that is going to beat you to hell is your choice? Or you want to talk to God, the husband that will love me, that will cherish me, that will not reach me, that will do this and that for me. What, he said, what do you want me to do? I know you've told me everything that you are going to. It's not a silly man. The woman said everything, but now you've told me what you are going to, but still, what do you want me to do? What do you think I can do? Now, he now asked her the question. He said, what have you got 
That is where I'm going, church. That is what I want to say to you. I know you have a problem, you have this, I don't know what is it, I don't know what you want solution for, I don't know what you want God to sort out. But I'm here to tell you that what you need is in house. What you need is in your hand. What is going to give you what you need is right there with you. Now, stop looking for God somewhere else. God is in this house. Go back to that scripture for me. Let's read it. Read it. Tell me, what do you have in your house? Yes. And she said, your maidservant has nothing in the house. but Your maidservant has nothing in the house. But a jar of oil. And a jar of oil. Stay right there. What you need about your life, church, is the word from God. Whatever you need that is going to give you a change in your life is a word from God. That is why you see a lot of people, they love a minister that, yeah, before they pray, they see. Before they pray, they see. But let me pause and tell you something. Some of you, God has spoken to you, but you refuse to listen. 1 John 3, verse 22. Yes, please. And what, whatever we ask, we yes. receive from him. Yes. Because we keep his commandments. And do things that are pleasing in his sight. Read it again, please. And whatever we ask, we whatsoever receive, that we ask, we receive from him. We receive from God because we keep his commandments. Because we keep his commandments. And wait do, there first. Wait there. Let's go to five. Go to chapter five, verse fourteen. Both we are going to read together. Verse fourteen. Now this is the confidence that we have in him. This is the confidence. I have confidence in God. That this is the confidence that we have in our God. That if we ask anything according to his if will. If we ask anything. According to his will. According to his will. Not according to your will. He hears us. He hears us. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. God is the God of his word. Now he said. This is the confidence that we have in him. That if we ask anything according to his will. He hears us. And if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have the petition that we have asked of him. Now go to that scripture. How many of you that know that God answer prayer? Now ask yourself, why is it that your prayer has not been answered? Why is it that my prayer has not been answered? And why is it that your own prayer has not been answered? You know, I always say something. I pause when I'm praying. When I'm, it's not now, but I remember them. We fire the enemy. We command them to die and die and die. But sometimes we are killing ourselves. Why? Because you are your own enemy. We are our own enemy. If we ask God for something, God is going to do it. Have we paused and leave the mother-in-law and the stepmother and your wife that you think is your enemy? Have you left them behind and, and, and said that, you know what? Let me look at my life. What am I doing that is not right in the eyes of God? That's right. There's, now, let me say this. I've never said it before. There's some situation that you are in. God doesn't want you to be there. And the enemy does not even put you there. But whereby we put ourselves there. Did I say that right? Yes. We, you put yourself there. Nothing to do with anyone. But how do we get ourselves out? It's for us to do what Elder said. Touch heaven. Yes. It's time to touch God. When we touch
touch God. Miracle will happen in our life. I don't want to stand there the next five years to come. And as we said the same thing to you. Why? Because your life has not changed. Because your destiny has not been fulfilled. Thank you for watching Above Limitations. I know you've been blessed with this message. Join Pastor Victoria at Freedom House UK. 9 Factory Road, London E16 2EL. Sundays, 10 a.m. GMT. For more information, visit pastorvictoria.org. Telephone 44207-474-0660. Email admin at pastorvictoria.org.